0: Welcome to the Gap. This is Gap. They should have never gave you a platform. Time for some Akishan. Time for some time for some Akishan. Time for some Akishan. Time for some time for some Akishan. Yeah. Time for some Akishan. The Gap. The Gap. The Gap. (laughs) <laughs> cut 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 oh i'm yelling Cutting! i'm i'm the one that's doing this sorry y'all <laughs> oh i cracked myself up if you can't make yourself laugh who can you make laugh said from the great philosopher lemak Marle. molly What? Anyway, what's good with y'all out there? Y'all good? Y'all chilling? Okay, I hope y'all doing good out there. You feel me? I don't want y'all doing terrible. I love my audience. You feel me? Except for the people that tune in as like some racist bigots honkies. Oh, my God. And I be getting them mad. They be typing away every time on my video. They, I can't stand you. You ain't nothing. Ah, yes. It is I see I oh, use a blackster permissive. Oh, I'm gonna make a troll account and use your imagery! Yeah, Yo, look at this. I'm gonna show y'all. Y'all see that? Yeah. Hmm. Somebody made a troll account and used my imagery. Oh man, I'm living rent- rent-free in these honky cracker's heads. <laughs> But what's good with y'all out there, man? This is another episode of the Gap. I'm your lovelier, hated host, Kamal, aka the Black Seinfeld, aka Magic X. Since I got the best audience out there, what should the best audience be doing right now? You goddamn right, giving yourself a round of applause. You feel me? If they watching, at least they learning. And I appreciate all y'all from the ugly to the beautiful, and to the in-betweeners. And oh my God, bruh, there is so many in-betweeners out there. Wow. Mm. 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 For my tubers though, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video art channel booming, but just like the rest of the tubers say, I'ma say the same thing. Like a sub, sub a share share a comment, comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all out there, you feel me? Hey, for my potters though, I'm on Google Podcast, I'm on Apple Podcast, I'm on SoundCloud, and I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you gotta do is type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson ENT and bam, I'll pop right up. You feel me? Also, I appreciate my lovely sponsor. I'm rocking the gear, you feel me? First Place Losers. The link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee a busho sex appeal about, let's say, uh 95%. And look here. If it look good on me, it's gonna look good on your in-between ass, okay? And with that being said... Let's hop right into the topic, you feel me? In today's topic, I'm talking about the panders or the panders-ass politicians. Oh my God, here we go again. It's around that time. Good Lord. I know panda bears is like, God damn it, I'm tired of y'all representing us. Joe Biden, I'm talking to your ass. Kamala Harris. Yeah, you know it's around that time. It's around election time these politicians start pandering to us foundational black americans they really do start pandering away oh my god bro we ain't falling for that not today Mm-mm. hell no man pander be beware of the pander man and what i mean by this is like okay remember last year you know what i mean joe biden Going to Breakfast Club, going other things, and there's other politicians that be doing this pandering stuff. You feel me? Eric Adams. <sighs> I hate to say it too, you know. Uh, uh, uh Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Oh my God, man. I, th- I still think she's kind of cool in a way, but she be pandering too, bro. And I know some of y'all are like, man, you only only staying Democratic politicians, bro. You must be a Republican. Oh, my God. No, no, no. I'm neither one. Okay? I'm non-biased with my shit talking. Okay? It's just Republicans don't really pander to black people like that. Let's be real. They don't. Just be Democrats. And we ain't falling for the panda. Only panda I like is kung fu panda. All right? Yeah. me pander in the way. Don't fall for it, people. My black Americans do not fall for the panderism. They out here speaking Pandanese. What? Yes, I'm talking to you, Joe Biden. You know what I mean? Out here, he was at Howard. White supremacy is the most dangerous thing on the planet. If it's so dangerous, bro, why you ain't fighting? What have you done to combat white supremacy? You go to Howard talking to a black crowd talking that BS. I'm glad some of them kids saw through your BS, bruh. Wasn't falling for the panda bro. I'm glad they saw if they had the hats. Joe Biden don't care about black people. Yeah. He don't. He don't. Pandering. Bro ain't done nothing specifically for black Americans. Not a damn thing. Him or his little mammy, Kamala Harris. I ain't even Kamala Harris been disappearing. She reappeared going back to Africa to talk about transgender rights. Nigga, what? gorse I ain't nothing wrong with fighting for transgenders, right? But I for, I mean, what? What about black people in America, bruh? My bad. Brett, you ain't going to fight for your own kind. And believe it or not, Kamala Harris and the people out there, she's a black woman. I know she don't want to claim her black side. But god damn it, you can see she a black woman through them pantsuits. Yes, I said Kamala Harris, she has the hangers, the okay? It's not act f- blind or stupid, people. Yeah, she be mammying it up, bruh, god damn. And that's my thing, bro. They pandered to us to get our vote. Now we ain't having that. We want reparations. If We ain't talking about reparations, bruh. Cash form. We ain't trying to hear none of that back talk, you know what I mean? Gavin Newsom, you sounding like you trying to back talk. You sounding like you stepping into the... You Euro stepping into the damn pander category. You starting to talk a little bit of pander knees. Okay? We ain't having that. Mm Mm-mm. Not today. And they do this right around election time, you feel me? They want to go right around election time and start trying to pander in the black people to get the black vote. If you ain't talking about cash reparations, take your pander and bull jive somewhere else, yo. We don't want to hear that. We up on your little pander game. Good Lord. Even the panda bears like, damn, we don't even pander this much. Get and this is who we is. Golly. Let's not fall for it, my black Americans. My foundational black Americans. Let's not fall for this BS, bro. If y'all not talk about cash reparations, socket to our goddamn pockets, we ain't trying to hear none of that bull jive. That horse manure. That bull malarkey. We don't want to hear it, bro. We don't care about you going to Howard and saying that BS. You're in white supremacy, the most dangerous thing on the planet. But what has he done? Yeah, I paused for a long time because I had to let that sink into y'all how much BS that is. Because he ain't done nothing to combat white supremacy. Hell, he has done things to uphold white supremacy. 1994 crime bill? Sponsored by bruh. He said he didn't want his children, his kids, to live into a racial jungle. What the hell does that mean, Joe Biden? He come last year. If it's all of me or Trump, and you vote for Trump, you don't vote for me, I question your blackness. What What the hell is that? That's some next level advanced pandanese right there. Now, he on the panda tour again. God damn. Going to Howard. Talking that BS. What these other politicians be pandering too. Speaking at that, pander knees. Nah. We ain't having that. Cash reparations. Cash reparations. Let's get that first. Then we get reparations in other forms. You know, the old education and all that. We get that down the line. We want our cash reparations first. Because we already know, bruh. You already know this is a capitalistic society. Nothing don't run without the dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Yo. You can't do nothing without no cash. Nothing. Even homeless people need cash. Think about that. I want y'all to ponder, I mean, ponder on that. Okay. Think about it. I wait. Waited long enough. Yeah. Cash rules everything. Shout out to Wu-Tang. Anyway. My sources, man. What you think my sources is? I'm going to let y'all type it in the chat. In the comments below. Y'all type what my sources is. Okay. When it comes to these pandering ass politicians. Speaking, speaking that pandanese. Trying to get the black vote. Can we not fall for this bullshit? Okay? If you want our vote, cash reparations. Okay? So I got to say about that. Anyway, you know what segment we about to get into. ooh we. We about to get into the SAF segment. And today, I'm going to talk about a movie. And I know some of y'all going to kill me for this take I have for this movie, right? <sighs> White Man Can't Jump. The 2023 edition, okay? I'm going to review the other one, too. You feel me with Wesley Snipes and Rudy? Woody. Okay. The 2023 edition, okay? On Hulu. Yes, I watched it. And... um. I know some of y'all going to be like, oh, hell no, bruh. I, I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty decent. I know it's been getting a bad rep, and a lot of people have been shitting on white men can't jump 2023 edition. But I thought I thought it was fine. It wasn't that bad. It had some cringe moments, okay? It had cringe moments, all right? But for the most part, it it surprisingly had me chuckling, had me laughing. I mean, I kind of enjoyed myself a little bit. I was like, damn, this is better than I thought. It had some heartfelt moments. Oh, man, the acting wasn't too bad. You know what I mean? I was like, damn. Okay, Jack Harlow got a little acting skills. Okay, you feel me? Sin kwa Wall, he's acting cool. I mean, damn, bro. Let me give you the cast. Then give you the or give you the score first. You know, a stat. I'm a stat teacher, so let me give you the stats first. Then give you the cast. Then I'm gonna give you the plot. So for the stats, yo, and this got some bad scores from IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes and the people themselves. Man, f*** all of them. All right, IMDb gave it a 4.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 28% out of 100%. The people gave it a 67% which is a D. Mm. <sighs> I thought this movie was pretty solid. I would have gave it a 7. 7.5. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, let me give you the cast. Jack Harlow played Jeremy. Sinqua Sen- Walls played Kamal Allen. And I kept hearing my name like, damn, oh, I never heard my name in a movie. Ah, uh, Maybe I'm biased. <laughs> and then Laura Hari, she played Tatiana, which is Jeremy's uh, girlfriend. And then RP, man, and Lance Reddick, man. Damn. He played Benji Allen, Kamal's dad. Then Tiana Taylor played Imani. She played Kamal. I don't know why she kept saying Kamal. Say it again. Say it again. Tiana Taylor, love when you say my name. <laughs> All right, and let me tell y'all something. You feel me? These two brothers, right? Not only do they need to be in more movies together, but they might need to be more movies apart. Cause they killed their acting role. I mean, they were hilarious. They were hilarious together. And when they did their own thing, I was like, bro, this is hilarious. But I need, I need them in more movies together. Hell, they should have been in How High, the new one. Vince Staple and Miles Bullock. Vince Staples played Speedy and Miles Bullock played Renzo. Oh, my God. Kudos to y'all. If they weren't in a movie, this shit would have been a five. I would have been along with the people. So I'm going to give y'all a hand clap because, damn, y'all were funny as hell. Y'all had great chemistry. Comical chemistry, you feel me? Y'all were doing the damn thing, man. Oh my god, bruh. Y'all were the comical relief. I know they try to have Andrew Schultz as the comical relief, but I don't know didn't find bruh funny. And what the fuck was he supposed to be? Like, was he supposed to be one of these, these these Spanish white supremacist motherfuckers? I don't know. What the hell is Andrew Schultz supposed to be? What were y'all trying to depict the bruh? I just could not tell, bro. But... Speedy and Renzo, y'all took the show, bro. Y'all were hilarious, man. I don't even think they were trying to be funny. And that was the funny part. I think they were just saying, they just told them, be yourselves. And that was hilarious, bro. God damn. Anyway, let me give you the plot of the movie. It's basically the plot of the movie, it's supposed to depict of like the original white man can't jump with Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson and shit. But it kind of was not really it was kind of a little different cuz with the original White Man Can't Jump, it was more about they were hooping. Woody Harrelson uh, hustled Wesley Snipes. And from there, they like became friends. They fought with each other a lot. And they had a lot of like racial jokes and stuff like that. But they became friends at the end of the day. And they both were dealing with money woes. And that was the main point of the movie. Let's hustle. Let's hustle. Hustle playing basketball. Get in this tournament. Get our money woes cool. And we'll do that. This one was kind of a little different because it was like, you know, Kamal Allen, you know, he was basically a prospect. Like, he was supposed to probably go number one in the draft. And what happened was, you know, his father was at all his games. In this game, he wasn't at the game because he got hospitalized. And, you know, Kamal was just thinking about that shit. And come on, he got anger problems and stuff like that. So the crowd was talking mess. And then somebody said something think about his daddy. So he went in and started whooping the ass. He basically did the malice in the palace. High school edition. You feel me? So that basically dropped his stock. Basically, he didn't even get in the NBA after that. You know, they were like, oh, bro, too violent. So he missed his chance. And then he working at VTX. And I think, okay. That was another thing. You feel me? That was. um, I think this is what they should have did with the cast, because I think they tried to go too much on the funny side, and they should have casted a little bit more serious people. Like with the with Kamal manager uh, I for um, who was he played by? I forget, but he's a comedian too. And I'm like, they probably should have played a more serious character with that. You feel me? And I I don't know. Um, Laura Harris, she played a great role with the girlfriend and shit, but I come on man, they had Rosie Perez in the original one. They should have had an ultra Spanish uh uh woman. You feel me? Keep that essence. All right? I I think some of the casting, they could've did a little better, you feel me? But with that being said, you know, Kamal, he he, you know, lost his shot as the NBA. Well, lost it, you know. In parentheses, because at the end of the movie, he still got to play with the Lakers. At the end of the day, and then you know, Jeremy, you feel me, and this didn't really make sense either. But okay, like, um, he used to play for Gonzaga. He was a hooper too, but his body broke down. He got t- like both his ACLs was torn and stuff like that. And I'm like, what? Like, that's kind of goofy. Like. Y'all could have had it where he had one torn ACL. And he, he tried to hoop against this one dude. Like, I guess they made him his arch nemesis, some other white trainer dude. And in his first layup, he cracked his knee. And I'm like... And then the next day, he went with Kamal and went to go hoop. And it's like, how, bro? His knees are messed up, bro. I got bad bum knees. And, like, and like oh ACL tell you you don't crack yourself and you go out the next day hooping. That don't work. I'm sorry. But... They try to have Jeremy all like the yoga y white man, and he wearing them weird ass MC Hammer yoga pants type of ordeal, and he basically hustled come off with the shooting thing, and then you know that they, they brought that element to it, and they became cool or whatever, and they were just um yeah they went around town hustling people, and then to get in this tournament and. Kamal Money Wolves was basically, he wanted to get money to scrounge up for his girlfriend, Imani, to have a shop outside of the house and to pay rent. You feel me? And Jeremy Money Wolves was basically, bruh, bruh wanted to get money to rejuvenate his body, which is smart. You feel me? Like, duh. But then his girlfriend, Tatiana, was like a famous dancer, too, and she was getting to the bag and stuff. But he was lying to his girl. Talk about, I ain't even hooping, y'all. I'm just training people. And it's like... Bro went out there and like was hooping and stuff. And I'm pretty sure if he just been like, look, you know how you love dancing? Right? You know how you love twirling around and stuff and I'm supporting you? You feel me? Actually, that was the main thing too. Jeremy was very unsupportive. Cause as soon as she was like, Yo, I got this big role, da-da, He was like, I don't give a damn what you mean you're about to leave. I'm like, damn, bro, you unsupportive. So if he should, you know, he had to learn his that. But his money woes wasn't as drastic as Kamal's but they made it seem like it was you feel me so that was his thing and his money woes and his relationship woes and stuff like that and so then they start hooping they start you know doing their damn thing and actually they are pretty good together man they pick and roll they know how to really hoop together you feel me you could tell that they, they actually play basketball. Sanquay Walls and Jack Harlow, they actually play basketball in a sense, you feel me? And what I liked about this movie too, some of y'all probably didn't notice it, but I noticed it. They had some of the YouTube hoopers on there too. Skywalker, uh, T uh uh what's the what's that nickname? T D um Is it Jake? Jazz. <laughs> T D Jazz, they had him in there and stuff like that. These people and they can really hoop, though. You feel me? So they got hoopers on here, bruh. And I'm not talking about NBA hoopers. I'm talking about motherfuckers that know how to hoop and they use, like, the internet. You feel me? YouTube hoopers. You feel me? And it shows, like, those different avenues of people getting money through this hoop stuff. So I'm glad they show that. You feel me? And so certain things are cringy, though. And, di- and this is what didn't work for me. Like the racial jokes. Because back then, it really worked. You could really show, like, you know, white men couldn't really jump and stuff like that. They can't really ball. I mean, some, they could, but it's like, that was the whole stereotype. Nowadays, we know these white motherfuckers can hoop. Are you serious? These motherfuckers jumping out the gym, they damn self. What the hell? White men can't jump. Shit, they, they just as athletic at this point. So with the, some of the white jokes they were saying, I'm like, yeah, bro, it's not hitting, bro. It's not hitting because it's like, it's a proven theory. It's like, they, white men just can't only shoot and pass, bro. They could jump out the gym too and, and dribble and some of them can't shoot. Can't pass for the lick. But they athletic as hell. And then having, like, Jack Harlow, like, in some of the gear that he was wearing, they were trying to make fun of him, like, and be like, yo, Burke ain't dressing like a hooper. And in my hand, like. No, people actually dress like this, come in a hoop, and actually can play basketball well. So, like, those type of jokes weren't hitting because it's like, it's hard to kind of get that joke, them jokes off now with basketball just because the times we live in. It's like, bruh, like, yo, man, everything's getting kind of integrated. It's like, you know, white motherfuckers can be non shooters, could be athletic and dunk on your ass, and vice versa. Black. Black motherfucker, we shooting lights out the gym. But we some of us is non-athletic. Can't even jump two feet off the ground. <laughs> so, those jokes were hidden. But glad we had Speedy and, you know what I mean, Renzo to come and save the day with some of the comical relief. Because they were funny, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Oh, my God. They need their own. Can Please, can y'all just have them two have their own show together? Their own goddamn movie? That would be great. Okay? <laughs> but, Yeah. That was the only that was one of the only things that were really cringy to me. They were trying to really force feed us these type of racial jokes because they were trying to keep the essence of the old white man can't jump and those type of jokes. Those type of jokes hit though, because it's like, yo, it's kind of part of the time, and it was kind of true in a sense. You feel me? But um, other than that, other than like some of the casting issues and some of those jokes being very cringy. The rest of the movie was great. I like the storyline. I mess with it. You feel me? I, I like they kind of remix the whole thing with the white man can jump. And when do we get to a point where it's like, okay, people are redoing stuff, but they're not gonna have the total spot on essence of the original movie. I felt like this was one of these movies where it's just like it wasn't spot on with the essence, but they held their own. It was funny. I mean. Jeremy Jack Harlow was saying some funny stuff, too, at times. Like, "bro, okay, he's sneakily saying some funny stuff, you feel me? And they had, bro, the whole yoga and, you know, caring about his body and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Hey, they should have had... You know what? I'll say that. They should have had Kamal care more about his body, too, and stuff like that. Because he was in the same predicament as Jeremy. Literally. He just didn't make it to the league because... His fighting and anger problem. Jeremy didn't make it to the league because he t- he tore his ACL. His body gave out on him. Like, at what point do you... It's like, Kamar thinks about his body too? It ain't no way he not doing some of these techniques, bro. Now, some of it was kind of like... I mean, Jeremy was saying a lot of pause moments, you feel me? If you get my drift, I'm like, bro, that was really homoerotic, bro. <laughs> it's like, God, God damn. I know y'all trying to push a narrative that that you know, white men is—they say a lot of homoerotic stuff, and they do a lot of I'm like. <laughs> someone borderline, like, bruh, really, like that was unnecessary. <laughs> but yeah, he had the like little juice thing going, but it was an entrepreneur and stuff. So I was like, you know, I get it. I just didn't. I kind of felt that was kind of like a joke that they were trying to hint at that like. White men care more about their body than black men, but it was kind of like, nah, that's not hidden either, because, you know, it ain't really true. <laughs> you feel me? But basically, they had they little, you know, they had a little falling out. You know, they had to have that. They had they falling out, and then they got back together to win this tournament. So Kamal can win the money to get his girlfriend Imani the salon, and you know, also he could pay rent. And Jeremy could get the money to get his girl back. Because his girl left, went on the little dancing tour, came back. He got his girl, got the money, got the ring proposed to her. You feel me? And he needed help off his knees because you know, he got bad knees. You feel me? You know what I mean? And then they all became cool. Oh, another thing that was pretty cringy. The whole cookout thing where, like, invited Jeremy to the cookout. Like, come on, bro. Like, really? Like, <laughs> well, what's the white cookout? What is the white cookout, y'all? I want to know. What is the white cookout? Damn. A little cringy, too. But, yeah. in the end of the day, they won the tournament. They whooped the bully's ass. You know, they had to have a villain. It was a dude that kind of looked like game a little bit. And, yeah, bro looked like game a little bit and stuff like that. He was, like, kind of like the villain in a sense. And you know what I mean? Kamal was going to whoop his ass. and. Then, called. I mean, Jeremy was like, no, nah, chill, chill. Then Jeremy ended up knocking him out and get kicked out tournament for a little bit. But, hey, at the end of the day, man, it's basketball. People talk shit. And Jeremy had top tier shit talking. You know what I mean? And, of course, they had to throw in the little N-word ordeal. Like, Jeremy didn't say it, but it was like, at one point, it was like, he was like, yo, you have so much more material I can't touch. And Kamal was like, what you mean? You know, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, it was like at the end of the day, they all reconciled their differences and they basically squashed their beef and became cool, just like in the old white man can't jump. Um, And yeah, everybody on a happy way. End of the movie. White man can't jump. This is my thing. It's like they didn't catch the complete essence of the old "White Man Can't Jump," but in my opinion, they held their own, and it was still. I felt it was an enjoyable movie. Was it the greatest movie? No. Was it the greatest remake did they they? No. But they held their own. They did their own thing. Certain shit just didn't hit because of the times that we live in today. You feel me? Certain stuff just not gonna hit the same. You feel me? But they brought their own elements. Which hit differently than the uh the old white man can't jump. Like this one, they had it where like, yo, Kamal actually went to the NBA and stuff like that. And Jeremy actually became a trainer of NBA players. Like that was tight. The old white man can't jump. Essentially, they got their money and just kind of, you know, it became cool still. But nothing happened afterwards. So, you know, different elements like that. Different racial jokes. Hit better back then than they did now, cause it's kind of like you know, it, it. I wouldn't say it's tacky, but it's just like the racial jokes now kind of don't make sense, cause we have eyes and we see. And us as Hoopers, it's like, yo, bro, white men super athletic, just like black dudes. Hell, Spanish niggas is hella athletic, and Asian people, Asian men ain't hella athletic. And like, let's be real, some of them motherfuckers can't shoot. You got age people that can't shoot, Spanish people can't shoot, white men can't shoot, but they hella athletic. And we got black men that ain't athletic at all, but can shoot your lights out. You see where I'm going with this? Like, so, you know, some things was hidden. You feel me? You just got to you just gotta appreciate it. It, it. I'm just glad they didn't butcher it. That's the key thing. They didn't butcher this shit, okay? Certain things were cringy in some of the casting they could have done. Just a couple characters they could have done a little different. But other than that, I thought this was a decent movie, pretty solid, you feel me? And they didn't, like I said, they didn't butcher it, you feel me? But look, man, y'all know how I am. I ain't encouraging or deterring you from watching a movie. You watch at your own court. I don't give a damn. Once again, this is White Man Can't Jump, 2023 edition. On Hulu. Duncan! <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Anyway, y'all, y'all know what time it is, right? I'm waiting for y'all to say it. Come on. It is meme time, Meantime. and uh, today I got some juicy memes for y'all. Okay, and uh, you now I have some basketball memes because we just watched White Man Can't Jump. You feel me? I got a couple politician memes. You feel me? And uh, I got this meme right here, and it looked like Jack Harlow shooting the ball. Jack Harlow, bruh. You're fucking upholding the stereotype. And it reads, white men can't jump. Sniper above the shooter, though. But they can shoot. Ka-ching. Ka-ching. Bucket. Bucket. Mm Mm-hmm. But let me ask y'all something. What race is the greater shooters of all time? (laughs) All right, y'all. I got Apolitan. I got Bernie Sanders. You feel me? And um, yeah. Let me. <laughs> this sounds like something Bernie Sanders would say. Me trying to figure out lunch. I am once again asking for your nutritional support. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. Oh my God, man! You're pandering to the uh, to the nutritionists. You're <laughs> now you're pandering to the the people that take care of their body. You feel me? God damn! Not Be- not Bernie pandering. Speaking pandernese. <laughs> this is something Bernie would say though. That's the wild thing about it. God damn! All right, got another meme. And. I don't know why they, I mean, they got Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd, black and white. Little, all right, I digress. Oh, white men can't jump, but they're the best passers. I mean, I ain't gonna lie about that. And they got, got John Stockton, Jason Kidd, and Steve Nash. <laughs> In the back, they got Mark, is that Mark Jackson? I think that's Mark Jackson. And then they got the stats of how many assists they had, you feel me? Damn, John Stockton had 15,000 assists, almost 16,000. That boy was assisting. They need, they need, bro, in a State Farm commercial. That's for sure. You feel me? He was the ultimate assist maker. Huh. Yeah, man. They, yeah. But like I said, bro, all these things are kind of debunked now. Because, like, we got, we got white boys that can't pass a lick. But they can dunk the ball crazy. Can't shoot at all. You feel me? And we got black motherfuckers that can shoot the lights out. But ain't really that athletic. Hmm. Wow, wow the times we live in. All right, enough with the meantime. Hey y'all, y- y'all know what y'all should be doing right now. You feel me? Cause I got the best of it. Got the best audience, bro. Y'all should be giving yourself a round of applause. If they watching, at least they learning. And I appreciate all y'all from the ugly to the beautiful, into the in-betweeners. And let me tell y'all something! It is so many in-betweeners out there. Oh my God, bruh. <sighs> For my tubers, though, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video of channel booming, but just like the rest of the tubers say, I'ma say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Gickety. Share a comment. Comment alike. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all smart out there, you feel me? For my Potters though, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Spotify, and I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms. All you gotta do is type in the Gab or Kamal Johnson ENT, and bam, I'll pop right up. You feel me? Also, I appreciate. My lovely sponsors, I'm rocking the gear right now, First Place Losers, the link to the shop gonna be in the description below, y'all go check out the fire-ass garments, made out of 100% Egyptian cotton, I guarantee a bushel sex appeal up by, let's say, uh, 21%, and look here, if it look good on me, it's gonna look good on your in-between ass, okay? And oh yeah, once again, I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, aka The Black Seinfeld, A.K.A. Magic X. You feel me? And on that note, you know what? Y'all have a good day, good evening, good whenever it is y'all consuming this content. You feel me? I appreciate y'all. For real. Dead ass. All right, note. I'm out, y'all. Peace. Next thing you know, Joe Biden pandering ass is gonna be like, man, I should have been in white man can't jump. I'll jump for you, black people, you vote for me. Yeah. Be like, yo, shut your decrepit ass up, bruh. This was gay. This was gay.